Daflamatas Amadeis, from where we left off yesterday, which is in the middle of the Amid. Good morning, Aviel. Um, well, not really in the middle of the Amid, we have four lines, five lines from where the wide lines begin, below the wide lines. Tarabana, Rabbanan say, Esther Pa'amim Mask. So it says, not so much here. This is what happened. Um, he put the two chips, the gorillas, on each on each one of the serum. One of them was Hashem, one of them was Azazel. And it says, Ezepama Masker, Kangal was Hashem, Bobayam. Hashem mentioned the Gadol, sorry, mentioned the Kadesh Baruch's name 10 times during the course of the day out loud. I mean, the actual name of Hashem, the way it is written, not the way it is spoken, 10 times during the course of the day, and here's the way it was. Gimel bevide rishon, see he was mezvadeh on the par twice. Once was before and once twice. And so we'll see soon, tomorrow I'll tell you all the, uh, Amit Aleph, tomorrow going to explain it, I shall tell you all that we do him. Gimel bevide rishon, three times by the first bevide shalosh, shalosh bevide sheni, three times by bevide sheni, Ushloisha, and again three times, Mesir Mishtaleach, Ve'echad Big Gorilas. So, and once with the girls. Let's take a look right away at Rashi. Take a look at um, Rashi's all the way on top, uh, two lines from where the skinny lines begin, below the skinny, below, below the wide lines. Um, it says Shlosha Bavidarishan shall par. What did he say? He said, Ana Hashem, Khatasi, Ana Hashem, Kaper, Lufna Hashem Tataru, the Echid Bigorolos, where he writes, where he says, Mahashem Khatas. So he says, Vidli on the par, and he also says, This is Krasadzos, and he says, Mahashem Khatas. That's what he said. So 10 times. <clears throat> now listen to this. <clears throat> Let's get back to the Gemara. <clears throat> is a funny lashon over here, but it means when he said the shame is we already already said that's what it really means. We already mentioned the Gemara beforehand, so really there should be here a, a word like a verb. But um, it, it, the lush is a little funny. Kfar, Kfar Amar. But the connotation means the Gemara already said, Hashem Benishma Kolob when the Kohen Gadol, or at least sometimes, when the Kohen Gadol said Hashem's name, the sound reverberated until Yericho. We saw, we heard that. Amar Rabba Barbachana, Mirishalayim Lirichos. Now, the Gemara is going to tell you how far is this from, so it was heard to Yericho. So, how far is Yericho? The one says, you should know that Mirushalayim Liricho is Asara Parsos, or 10 Parsos. That's how far it was. A Parsa is like, um, is like, uh, I don't know, it's like, a, like two kilometers or something like that. So basically about 10 miles away from Yerushalayim to Yericho. So it's, it's a pretty long distance for, um, for something to be heard. Take a look at Rashi. Ukvar Omar Kolomar. Ukvar Hoya Maisa. 
Rashi explains that there was already an incident. It doesn't mean that every time he said it, it went to Yericho, but it had happened that it went to Yericho. So it's Ezra Parsayas. Now let's go back to the Gemara. With Tzir, the the hinges, when they opened up the door of the Heichel, it made a noise. So the hinges of the opening of the door of the Heichel, Nishma, Mishmona, Tchumei, Shabbos. We heard Shmona, Tchumei, Shabbos. Tchum Shabbos, as you know, was 2,000 Amos. So this is 16,000 Amos, which is, according to the Chazanish, 16,000 Amos is 32,000 feet. So it's about more than six miles. It's pretty far. Izim the goats that were being pastured by private people in Yericho, are you misanchos? They would sneeze me reachitores from the the uh, the fragrance of the katores. So it's very powerful. So ten miles away, the goats who were very sensitive used to sneeze. Noshim should be The women in Yericho they didn't need to put on any perfume because it was the reich of the guitarist, which was much better than anything else, was already on them. Now, that was from far away. That was Yericho. Imagine Yerushalayim. So the Gemara says, Kala should be Yerushalayim, a Kala in Yerushalayim, Eina Tzricha Lizkashet, Mireach the guitarist. A Kala used to wear a lot of perfume. She didn't have to wear anything uh, because of the reyach of the katars. Um, let's take a look at Rashi. Kala, the custom was in those days that they would put on a lot of basamim and she didn't have to do anything because of the reyach of the katars. Okay, now let's see a little further. Amar, Amar Rebbe, there's a different gears here, Rebbe Yosef Ben, We'll go ahead, but is that just Yom Kippur? Is that talking about just Yom Kippur? No, no, no. The no, always. <laughs> the guitarist was a daily affair, twice a day. So this is right. But I'm talking about the sm- the smell thing, the the fragrance thing. No, 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 not at all. No, it was every day. The uh, the odor, the fragrance was so strong that if there was a cow in Yushalayim, she, and she was getting married, that she would not need to put on any fragrance. It was done. Okay. So that's it. I, want, I wonder about the serum in, in Yerushalayim. If they were sneezing in, in, in Yericho, what were they doing in Yerushalayim? They must have been going out of their minds. <laughs> Even close, yeah. Um, so in the vicinity of Yerushalayim, yeah, that's what happened. So um, this is what it is. It doesn't mean they always sneeze. It means they sometimes sneeze. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The closer you got to Yerushalayim, the more the status to reason, the more the fragrance would be would be powerful. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so Rebbe said, "Izim hayulaba." There were there were um, there were these goats that my father had. Bahadi. Well, it says. Shalom with the Gears is. So um, he says that um, 
Michvar. It was an area of Michvar, right? And they were, as he's telling you witnessing, uh, I, I know that they were, um, they, they would sneeze me Sorry, today we have a place. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says Michvar or Michmar is Shema Machuz. That was the name of his his area. I don't know how far it was from Yushalayim, but he used to sneeze from the Reich of the Gitaris. Very interesting. Amar Rabchia Bar Avin. Amar Rabishua Men Karcha. Rabchia Bar Avin said the name of Rabishua Men Karcha. Rabishua Men Karcha, some say, um, in, in Tosas, in Tosas that says that the Meshuv and Karcha was actually the son of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva had a son named Yeshua, that we know. And Rabbi Akiva was known as Koreach. Koreach means bald. He was bald. So um, it was Rabbi Shuv and Karcha, that's what he was called. Um, he was also given that nickname, bald. So some say this was Rabbi, Shuv, Rabbi Akiva's son. Sach li zonkinechad. A zakin, an older person, told me, Pamachas, so Yerb Shubin had lived you know, around the time of the destruction of the first base of Mikdash and afterwards. He's telling me a zakin who was older, who, um, who, uh, who, who, uh, who lived probably before the destruction of the second base of Mikdash, but okay, that Halachti Pamachas was Shiloh. At one time, Years back, I went to Shiloh, the Hirachti Reach Ketores, the Bain Kosleha. And I smelled the Reach of the Ketores from the city of Shiloh. Now, the city of Shiloh, this is an important Gemara, I'll tell you why in a minute. The city of Shiloh had the Mishkan in it, and the Mishkan was not in existence from already the time of David and Melech. The Mishkan wasn't in existence. So this Zakain, no matter how old he was, was not a thousand years old or, or you know eight hundred years old. It wasn't like that. Rishon ben Karach lived during the time of the destruction of the Second Mishnah. So the Zakin was let's see, was a hundred years old. Okay, so he wasn't. I didn't really live, live back then. But yet the the Reach was so powerful, he was able to smell it even in Shiloh. So um, you have to recognize this that that things that come from the reach, the sense of smell, is a smell that comes from the neshama. It doesn't come from the guf. So this was a zakein who was very sensitive to smells. He was a very holy man. He was very sensitive to smells that came from the neshama. So I don't know if a plain person could have picked up the fragrance that's going on in Shiloh, but in the uh, in in, in uh, a person's zakein was a chashavir was able to pick it up. Let's see a little further. I find it interesting that the Gemara tells us that the Ezen were the ones who sneezed. The Eden themselves, or the Gaim, whoever was staying there, did not sneeze from the smell. It was the, the Ezen. The Ezen were very sensitive. Let's see a little further. Um, let's take a look at the Gemara. Oh, look, look at Rashi, first of all, before we finish. Mahadi um, Mechmar. Shema Machos, it's the name of an area. Veirachti Reachatores, and I smell the Reachatores, Mikatores, Shenasubo, Baod Hamishkan Mashilo. All the way back from the time of the Mishkans in Shilo. From that time, yeah, I smelled it. That's what he says. 
Let's see a little further. Um, I'm Yanai. Here's a machlokas between Rabbi Yanai and the Chacha and Rabbi Yochanan. And this Gemara is going to go on for more than an Amid. And we're going to continue with this Gemara to the end of this Amid, next Amid, and uh, it's going to continue onwards for a while. Continue actually onwards for a whole, for more than a blot. Did, did we finish with the, um, we're talking about the Reach? Because I have a yeah. question about it. Yes, we did. Please what, 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 how does it... Okay, so what does the reach have to, what is the effect it has on people? Um, I don't know, but uh, I, I, okay. I, I was never there. Next time I go to Shiloh, I don't know if I was ever in Shiloh, but if I ever do go, um, I'll try and sniff around the area. But the walls of Shiloh, I don't think are in existence any longer. Um, I don't know. No, but I, I, don't mean, I don't mean today. I mean, in the time that we're talking about, some people were sneezing, some people, uh, it, it was uh, like Look, it. Some, this is a very, this is a very, well, the most trying to bring, this is a very holy thing. The Gatoros is very holy. There's a toast okay. to this, the question that you're not supposed to um, 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 gain any benefit from the, from anything of Kachim. And this is the, uh, this is something from Kachim. But regardless, so, you know, what, what's the shot that the Kala is not going to uh, need to have any perfume when they're not supposed to gain any benefit. Her, her family, her husband, not supposed to gain any benefit from the fragrance of the Katoris. But the fragrance of the Katoris was a, was a beautiful fragrance. We are prohibited from making that fragrance ever. You can't make them, you can't use those basamim in the same proportion to make the type of fragrance that was done in the Besamikdash. It's a chiv kareks, if one does that. Or Misa B'nei Shemayim, and it's, uh, I think it's Kares, and you're not allowed to do that. But yet, the, um, the, uh, it, it was all pervasive. So uh, it, the, the uh, Yidin who lived back in, that, in those days had all their senses stimulated from things of Kedusha. You could, you're in the vicinity of the base of Megdash, you could see the base of Megdash, you could see the Nisim that occurred in the base of Megdash. You're there, you see it. You hear the doors of the Heichal being opened. You eat from Kachim, or if you're recalling from Truma, you eat from uh, that too. And you also smell the Reich of the Ketorah. So all your senses are stimulated from Yoram Shabbat Kedusha. So that had to have elevated a person. And if we learn nothing else in this Gemara, we could be a little bit sad, or more than a little bit sad, at the loss of the Beit Hamikdash, and you know I, it could be that in those days people took it for granted, just like we mentioned that on on Sunday at the Levaya of two great Rosh Yeshiva, Rabbi David Salavetchik and Rabbi Yitzchok Shainer, and you know people take these things for granted. You know you live in in Yerushalayim, you can always go into Rabbi David Salavetchik and talk to him. I guess, or Yitzchuk Shiner, you can always speak to the Roshiv of Kamenetz, you know, but if you have an opportunity to be around the Godel Yisrael, the to ask a question, or just to be in his presence, not even to answer a question, don't give up that opportunity, just go there, and uh, you'll be able to uh, be able to talk with him, or at least, at least to see him, to be in his presence, so you know, we have to have a sense of, of loss, that we don't have the Beis Hamikdash in its environs, 
So, so, uh, so uh, just 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 going uh, back to what what you were saying, starting with Reach and and then there's also the sight, all of the senses. Are we saying that in the uh, the, the base of Migdash <clears throat> had something to stimulate every one of the senses, so that kedusha became a sensory experience that involved all of the senses. Say that again, Robin. I didn't that the base of Migdash provided a sensory experience, seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, and all of these things that it created a, a series of sensory experiences, right? That, um, that, that addressed all of our senses in order to communicate Kedusha. This, you could say that, if you want to say that, 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 at least according to Tysus, you could say that. Um, Tysus asked, the, here, you know what, let's do this Tysus. Um, the second Tysus on the Amid. It says, Kala Yerushalayim, okay? Let's see this Tysus. Kala Yerushalayim, Lahaisa Tzricha, Lizbazen, Mariach, and Akataras, the Kala from Yerushalayim did not have to put on any additional fragrance because she had the the fragrance of Yerusha, of the Kataris. Tema. Tells you that's a question. I'm going to prepare Kol Shah. Over there, the Gemara is talking about Reich of Avodazar and things of that nature. So the Gemara says, Kol Umara Vareach, Ein Behem Misham Mi'ilam. Let's say you hear something having to do with the Basim English. There's such a concept called Mi'ilam. Mi'ilam means that you're not allowed to be Nehenna. You're not allowed to have, derive any benefit from anything belonging to the Basim English. You can't do that. So the Gemara says, uh, call, what if there's a sound, you hear a pleasing sound, umara, or you see a sight, vareach, or a fragrance, there is no me'ila for such a thing like that. There's no hezek for such a thing like that also. Like if you're walking past a bakery and you smell the delicious smell of uh, Shabbos challahs that the baker has on Friday, so he can't charge you for such a thing. You can't say, oh, you smelled my... Uh, uh, sorry, it's not uh, eligible to, uh, to um, I'm not doing you any damage, you can't charge me for such a thing. So similar to Mila, if a person smells, sees, hears, sees or smells, it's not considered benefit in terms of Mila, the prohibition of enjoying something from Hegdish, you don't have to pay back anything. But the Mara says, but Dayik, the Mara extrapolates, Mila would elect, there is no concept of Mila in terms of paying back Hegdish, but but it is forbidden to listen, to see, and derive benefit from listening, seeing, and having the smell. Now the Gemara, um, the, the Gemara is is uh, is clearly against what we're saying over here. So the Gemara says, "My love, We're talking about people that are inside uh, and they have no choice. Okay, the Gemara says, "Become uh, uh, Now it says. Um, so let's just skip down to the answer for a second. Look, look at a couple lines, three lines in the bottom. The only iser is going closer to the azara to be able to get that smell more pronounced. So, but if you are where you are and you happen to smell it, and according to Tosas, you're allowed to do that. So you... Um, so there is no me'ila for such a thing. There's no iser for such a thing like that 
either. So in that sense, according to the Toshos, you're right, Robin, that the experience of being in Beis Hamikdash provided a surround um, kedusha for for an individual. So, I did, so, so that we do believe in that. For example, Lahavdil, there are many religions who believe that you should be burning incense, you know, when it helps you come to a religious state, state. Others believe that you should take a certain drug, peyote cults. In other words, that, that you should use your senses and things on the outside, bring them in through your senses in order to sublimate your uh, um, your uh, spiritual that, experience. That, that, that's really my question. Yeah, I don't want to get into philosophy because we're going to tomorrow. The, um, um, I know that the Indians used to use uh, peyote because it was a very famous Supreme Court case. I wasn't aware right. that people use incense as a, as a, uh, as a I mean, this is in the times of Odazara. They okay, fine. It's not our, it's not what I mean to say at all. A person uh, does not, no means to compare at all to any form of a Vodazara. I just mean to say that um, if a person is certainly within the environs of something which is great, you could drink in the atmosphere. If you're in a yeshiva, you know, Mazakta of Yiddish, you know, in a yeshiva, Slansach, which is that if you're in the yeshiva, you're in the walls of the yeshiva, what do you want to do? You want to learn because that's the atmosphere of the yeshiva. You walk into any kind of yeshiva, and the first thing you hear, Walk into Lakewood Yeshiva, for example, in New Jersey. You don't have to um, you don't have to participate. Just walk in. The first thing you're going to notice is the sound. Walk in the basement manager. Hear the noise. You hear like a, a low rumble of, of 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 people learning. And it's not like contrast that with walking into a library, where if you start to talk out loud, the librarian says, "Shh, it's a library here." You can't even make a cell phone call in the library. Not that. And likely they have calls during yeshiva, you're not allowed to do that, but you hear the, the, the noise of it. And it's an experience in and of itself and it draws you closer to Hashem. So what I'm saying is don't uh, lose opportunities to become closer to Hashem. Is, is, it, in any, uh, is it in any way similar to a Vodazara? No, that's, that's different, but this is all I'm saying. I think we should go further just for a few more minutes. I'm gonna have to leave a little bit early today. So let's just start this next Kamara. I'm a Chogestin of Yanni and of Yochanan. And we will, uh, then we'll continue from tomorrow. Ten lines from the bottom. From Rav Yane. Rav Yane says, Elias Goro, metol kalpi ma'keves. Hanocha, ene ma'keves. Which means to say that the, the, uh, <coughs> <coughs> sorry. Maybe I'm smelling the smell of the Qataris all the way in Hollywood, Florida. I don't know. The, um, the, uh, taking the Goro, out of the, the chips, out of the kalpi, out of the goral box, ma'akevis. This is something that must be done. You have to have take them out, required. Then they would place them onto this era. One onto this year, one to that year. And the Mara says, Hanocha, however, ain't ma'akevis. That is Rabbi Yana's opinion. Means you didn't really have to draw them out of a out of a box. So it wasn't necessary to do that. I mean, of course, it was the right thing to do. But if you didn't do it, then it's not going to. You, have to, you don't have to go back and do it again. It's not makavas. It's not something which prevents the proper functioning of uh, proper um, 
um, processing of the Shnei Let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi is, again, all, all the way on top, about uh, 10 lines from where the, where the thin lines begin. Ali is government called Kalpi, Ma'akev is Avoda. She'enos yirim misparshin. Zelashem v'zel Avoda. It's an Avoda. It's an actual Avoda. That the, the, the Seerim are not designated. This is Lashem, this is Lazazel, El Alpigoro, only through a Goro. Because you can't just say, this guy is for the, this one's for Hashem, this one's for, for, for Azazel. You can't do that. It's got to be done through a Goro process. Which one, which chip comes up in his right hand? The Seer Shalimin, Nikfabo, and that's going to be the Seer on the right side. Beza Olo small. Which comes up on his left side, the Asir Shal Smol Nikvabot. So you got to do, you have to designate which seer is to Hashem, which seer is to Azazel, solely through the Goro. But when you put the chips down on to each of the um, each of the uh, the seirim, that is not Ma'akev. Placing the Goro on the seer does not is not. Um, it's not considered the vote in the sense that if you didn't do it, you got to do it all over again. That's not that's not correct. I Meaning, of course, Lechachili is supposed to put um, the designated chip on each one of the um, each one of the seirim. But if you didn't do it, it's nishgaferlach. It's it's okay. That. It's already considered to be designated. The one that is on the right is designated for the one that came up in his right hand, and the one on his left is designated as the one that came up in his left hand. Rabbi Yochanan says, Af aliyah eina Even Aliyah, he disagrees with Rabbi Yochanan, he holds that even the seir, taking the seir out of the box, is also not ma'akev. Um, I think we should stop here for today, and we'll continue with Sham tomorrow, and we'll, uh, we'll see this tomorrow with... Uh, with uh, Rabbi Yosef and Yana, the proofs for basically a blot. Okay, have a good day.